Welcome back to the Noblecore Podcasts. We are the hosts, the Infinite Grunt. And John the Chief. And today we have some wonderful brand new Halo news and topics to discuss. But first we're going to jump right off the drop pod with some epic Halo news, John. What do you say, brother? Like always, like always, we're going to go ahead and start off with Halo Infinite's multiplayer is free to play, confirmed to be 120 frames per second on the Xbox Series X. Now, if that doesn't explain, I don't know what does, because that is just such a hype flex. Dude, that that's the that's the sentence to start off the podcast. You know it's a good podcast day. Oh yeah, dude. That dude. So, man. oh my god, it's free to play, dude. I would have never fucking thought in a million years, and yet dude, here I, we are. Uh, I'm excited because <clears throat> finding matches is going to be quick. Oh, it's dude, gonna it's going to be so quick. packed. Very and 120 cool. frames per second on the Xbox Series X, dude. That's honestly insane. Let's fucking go. That's going to be fucking Let- awesome. Get it, dude. Imagine how smooth that like grappling hook's gonna feel when you whip around a corner and pull mm-hmm. out that sniper headshot. Oh, oh, we're gonna get some oh, body kills, dude. Well, you know it. We're gonna get some crazy stuff like that. Oh, Lottie, yes, yes. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that here in a minute. Uh, well, actually, a few minutes, but uh, so another Halo news, not necessarily Halo Infinite, but we've got Halo 3 ODST's flighting is starting soon for PC, as well as Firefight, so that's going to be fucking awesome. But with this, even more exciting, Firefight's going to feature custom options. So what guns you use, what vehicles, stuff like that, it's going to be insane. Um, uh, <clears throat> and then on top of this, this is... Like I, I'm having a hard time even seeing it. I still can't believe this is real. But they're adding Halo 3 ODST's SMG, the Silence SMG, the Magnum, and the Red Plasma Rifle to Halo 3's multiplayer. Which is fucking insane. I, it looked like a mod when I looked at it, dude. It was ridiculous. Uh, so that's being added here. We've got Season 3 of the Master Chief Collection uh, is coming with Halo 3 ODST when it launches. Uh, which I assume will be near the end of the month. And it's going to feature some new visors, gun skins, and other content for Halo 3. Um, which is, I mean, Halo Combat Evolved just got the treatment. I guess we're skipping over Halo 2 for now. But for Halo 3, I think that just makes sense. I think Halo 3 having it yeah, just Halo makes, 3 the, makes most the most sense. Huge amount of sense. Especially just before Halo 4 coming out as well. With ODST Firefight, I think it just works. Um and then they also confirmed it looks like they're finally adding motherfucking cross-platforming to the Master Chief Collection. So PC and Xbox playing together, bro. If this is it, if this is it, this is what I've been waiting for for 13 years, just as long as I've been waiting for PC. Because I, I know you've been playing on PC like crazy with um, yes. your fam. Uh, so now that since I'm going to be playing cross-platform, it's literally going to be me it, like the scene from Halo 2 where Chief drops down from the drop pod, kicks it open. It just has the SMGs, SMG is just ready to go. Dude, it's going to be amazing. Like, <clears throat> so it'll be like my dad will be able to play. My brother will be able to play on their PCs where they prefer to play. I could play my Xbox. My brother could play on his Xbox. You could play in your Xbox. My buddy could play as his Xbox. My other cousin could play on his PC. And we could both be on the same fucking game playing together what a not a what a flex yes i mean what a flex i mean there's only one way this gets better john and that's when we add x cloud into the whole 
uh, math equation here. Oh, and you know I'm all about xCloud. Microsoft is launching xCloud on September 15th for Android user devices. Unfortunately, they don't know when iOS, Apple being kind of funny, uh, but... I was not prepared for that. <laughs> Kill um, me now. Sadly, they don't have like a launch date. They're not sure when that's going to be coming through. Uh, but it'll be a beta as part of the Xbox um, Game Pass Ultimate on the tw- in twenty two countries with uh, more than hundred games available. So if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you're uh, and you're an Android user, you're in serious luck because you're going to get some awesome games on there. So I've been beta testing that for quite some time. And man, is it awesome. I think I was one of the first few groups, if not the first few group, uh, if not the first group to try it out. I think you were, yeah. I I remember showing you in the break room at work that I was playing Halo 2. (laughs) Yeah, and that was almost a year ago. No, it was Halo 5. They didn't have Halo Halo MCC. Yeah, it was Halo 5, because that was when you showed me in the break room, yeah. But then, yeah, and then they added. And they have a beta going on there. Yeah, so that beta has been going on since then. Yes, yeah, so it's been going on for a while. Uh, but they also have some additional stuff they're adding on there. Uh, you can definitely play with Xbox controllers on your uh, phone as long as they're a Bluetooth model, which is most Xbox One controllers. Uh, even crazy enough, the PS4 controllers will work. Uh, now you and I were doing a little bit of roasting beforehand. We'll let you guys in on it too because it was you know. You know, throwing fire out sometimes is just fun. Um, PS5 has made a statement like, hey, you can use your PS4 controllers, but you can't use them on the PS5 games. Well, why? <laughs> Fucking bullshit is what it is. Money seekers. Meanwhile, and then uh, I was like, oh, yeah, you look at this controller from eight years ago. You can use it on the Xbox One X or Series and X. You could, and you could yeah. play it all of your games and i'm just like and you could play it on your cell phone and uh i don't know about you but i'm gonna be ordering uh, a razor controller not sponsored by the way uh let me find the name uh i did just text it to you earlier it's a pretty neat controller it's uh it pretty much break down an xbox one controller to about the size of a phone split it apart and make it more well like a nintendo switch yes kind of like a nintendo switch controller but you know some slight differences uh, but I believe it's called, let's see, the Razer, oh gosh, I'm going to mess this up, Kishi? Probably. But, Something uh, like that, I don't know. <laughs> I was just on their website, uh, so if you listen to this tomorrow, because that's when it's going to get dropped, uh, be sure to sign up for their newsletter, because you actually get $10 off. So oh, it, sure. uh, instead of it being $79.99, I think it's somewhere around there, it'll be uh, $69.99. Nice. Uh, That's worth but, it. Yeah, be sure to get it. I was going to pre-order the uh, other small controller that was going to go on the basically my phone. But seeing that one, I love how much of a more slim fa- uh, form factor it is. And it stretches out. It goes to almost any Android phone. Uh, so I definitely think you're set. Uh, also, be sure to click on the Xbox One model because there's three models. There's one that works for the, I believe it's the iOS then there's one that's just the standard one, which has the home button instead of the Xbox look to it, where it has the Xbox button and like the back and the start button from the Xbox One controllers. So be sure to select on those ones. 
Damn. Yeah, and you know, the best part about all this is all those poor PlayStation fans who won't be able to use their DualShock 4 now have another place to use it with their phones. It's going to be <laughs> great. With uh, <clears throat> Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. Oh, God. Oh, uh, but it's okay. We just like throwing a little bit of shade. It's fun. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? When it, Sony's been doing some fails lately, I won't jump into it because you know what? This is a Halo podcast right now. It's a Halo you know podcast. What? Yes, it is. But you know what I could go for right now, John? What? <laughs> I could go for a monster right now, dude. I'm feeling kind of tired. Ah. Luckily for us, we're going to be in luck here because Monster Energy Drink is teaming up with Halo Infinite. Um, with a new uh, marketing campaign. It's starting on September 1st, uh, and it's going to contain Halo Double XP for, I assume, it's multiplayer. Um, and I believe there's a Snapchat code on there as well, which will give you some filters for Snapchat. Yo, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, there's Snapchat codes on there. Yeah, it do- it's not working yet, but I assume it's going to start working on September 1st. So keep a lookout for those. I guess they're already going to stores, and then the actual Double XP marketing where you can put in the codes online starts on September 1st. Fuck. Uh, I've been wa- I've been watching for them for like the last two weeks now. Still haven't found any myself, but people have been finding them, and they're becoming more and more common in WalMarts and stuff. So, uh, keep an open eye for those, my friends. Dude, we are getting close to back to the Halo Three uh, marketing, which was, uh, if you remember, quite insane. I remember bits and pieces of it. So, yeah. definitely getting back to that point. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on to something that you are literally listening to right now. I am literally listening to this and the other thing right now, John. What do we got? So there was a new Halo Infinite official uh, soundtrack release called... Oh, God. I, I fucked the name up earlier. <laughs> I think it's Riv- Rivery? I don't know. Revire? I, well, that's what I pronounce it as, Revire. Uh, it's the, basically the, what we're assuming is the demo music uh, when they were just uh, saying, you know, should the... Like, I mean, what I'm assuming parts of like a ancient ring or whatever, and it just kind of had the the funnel and it said press starts for the demo before the basically the infinite gameplay. Uh, that's what it's come from, and man, is it a banger! It is composed by Kurdish. Um, I think it's Schweitzer. Schweitzer, yeah, uh, no Schweitzer. Schweitzer. I'm so sorry, Curtis. Oh God, so so close to Scheitz. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to dislike your name. <laughs> uh, out of one of the three composers, composers on the soundtrack, we'll likely see more demo music from the third composer next week. Holy shit! I listened to it, and I'm not even kidding. I got so many different Halo game vibes, and it took me back to my childhood. Like I literally closed my eyes, and I felt like I was way back in the day, and I just remember just like feeling what it was like mm. to just pop on halo and you're you're in like fucking third grade again that's at least where, where i was at uh for halo 3 and it made me just like tear up a little it was just it's so well done and it truly is a halo soundtrack oh dude, it is so good i mean i'm literally i'm listening to it right now while we're talking and it's got like it's got the monks it's got the it's just got the wonderful feel, the the feeling of a beautiful Halo ring, but also with when the the heavier monks come in, it's also got that uh, I don't, like the little bit dark vibes in there, kind of like the dark history behind Zeta Halo. It's kind of breaking through there. 
honestly, if this is the menu music, which I'm pretty sure it's going to be considering this is the music that we heard in the, yeah, in the, the beta where I said, beta. you know, mm-hmm. press start to play demo. Uh, I cannot wait to have this just on my screen for like 30 minutes before I start playing the game, just listening to the music because, oh, it's so good. I'm going to do um, my uh, my tradition, which was to, le- I'm not going to start the game immediately. I'm going to let the menu sit for a minute because sometimes you get an awesome preview. Like, uh, I remember Halo 2 had a, a pretty cool one. Uh, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but I remember just letting it sit for a while. And then it would just basically play kind of like bits and pieces from the game just so I can relive that and then drop right in to the story. Dude, it's exciting. I mean, it's cool. It's I wonder if it's going to also have a day night cycle, just the menu where the sun goes up and down. It's got the wildlife in there. Um, I, I kind of hope we get something like in Halo 5. If you sat there for a while, you see a grunt floating through space, flinging his arms about trying to catch on something. Oh, I hope I we get something funny kind of like that. I don't know, just a grunt waddling into the scene and looks up. Even if they do camera. that. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they, they do camera that. Runs away. <laughs> Flee! Uh, but Flee! I would love it to have them set it up kind of like... Uh, kind of like different like updates will have different things for like the title screen like different things like happen like maybe you've got like a Sangheili playing uh playing ball with an ungoy that'd be really oh that'd funny. be funny that'd be funny uh yeah and god this music dude i i can't get over how good it sounds it's it is halo in its pierce phone form um going back to the classics there but it's also very very unique like you listen to this you're like this is halo infinite like you're not going to confuse this for anything else, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but this is this is Halo, you know? Oh, dude, it feels so good. Can't get it confused. It's it's got the sound. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's good. And then uh, it looks like you know what? Our last uh, little snippet here from our right off the drop pod section. Uh, I don't know if this is 100% like real or not, or she was just kind of playing with us or not. But uh, Jennifer Hale, the voice of Sarah Palmer. Uh, confirmed on Twitter earlier today from what I saw that she is actually in Halo Infinite uh, via tweet in response to at the L to two where he had asked, Hey, are you in the game? And she just said, yes. It's <laughs> just like, so yeah, I don't know if she's just messing around or not. I don't know if this directly confirms that Sarah Palmer is in Halo Infinite. I would assume she is, but Hey, you know what? That's news to me. As far as I'm concerned, Sarah Palmer is in Halo Infinite. So that's awesome. I, I actually do quite like her character. So hell yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Pretty excited about. Well, you know what? We've got another thing that I've been dying to talk about. And uh, I'd say it's been pretty awesome what they've been doing. John, let's 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 take it from here, brother. Let's just jump right into this because we got a whole podcast today. A lot of it's going to be refer- referring kind of some to the stuff we just talked about in the right off the drop pod section. But let's jump right into the discussion here, John. What do we got? Uh, I wanted to talk about why adding new content to legacy games like Halo CE, Halo Three is a huge deal because I mean, Halo One is almost twenty years old. Yeah, it's nineteen almost. years old. Almost, yeah, it's it's getting there. It's getting there. It's almost old enough to drink. So, and yeah, just this year, yeah, yeah, and it's two yeah, years younger than me. It is, yeah. And then Halo Three, you know, it's it's turning eighteen this year, and you know, thirteen years later and nineteen years later, three four three decided, hey, you know what, we're going to start adding more things to the games. Which, in my opinion, I don't know if anybody. 
I don't know if anybody could or could disagree. I don't know. Maybe they do. But this is adding stuff to games like this is the greatest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, and it, it truly is because it not only shows, hey, do we care about these games? It's like we understand that there's people that are playing it. I mean, of course, like they had MCC. They could have just launched it, left it at that. No, they've been adding so many amazing things. I mean, fuck crossplay. And that's a huge deal. Like I I would die to do that. I have so many friends that play on PC and I am str- I am mostly an Xbox player. I barely touch my PC. I mean, I haven't even turned it on since I moved into my new place type of deal. <laughs> uh because I just prefer Xbox. That's just that's just my style. How it is, man. Yeah. And I'm just really happy that you know they keep adding different stuff. Like Never in a million years. I remember you and you and I heard about them saying, hey, we're adding skins to Halo 1. You and I were literally like, that's probably bullshit. Like, we were like, that's probably <laughs> yeah. fake. No, it's incredibly real. It's an update, and we've been playing with it. And it shows that that they care so much about pleasing not only us as a community, but other like newcomers to the game. But it's like, we want to keep adding content to this. And, you know, basically... Blow that expect- expectations there, but also get ready for the hype for Halo Infinite. So they've honestly been doing such an amazing job. I remember when MCC first came out, I remember I'd had such a hard time to even loading into online games. Uh, the Battle Rifle in Halo 2, Halo 2 Anniversary, yeah. which is my favorite, favorite Halo game. Uh, the weapons felt like they weren't, It's in a weird way, they weren't glued together. They felt very shaky. Like everything just wasn't connected and everything was just kind of like wobbly. Like everything like just didn't look right. Mm-hmm. And so like they've really gone yeah. through and touched up everything. And not only have they done that, they added reach. They've added like, you know, Halo ODST and they're adding more stuff on top of that. They they could have just added reach and like it's a direct like Im- implementation of the game, but you can't do any basically armor customizations. No, they went as far as to adding that, making Halo 3's armor customization better. Uh, and just like, you know, adding a whole bunch of stuff. And not only that, they're adding some more Halo ODST stuff. Like you and I prefer the Halo ODST firefight. And to me, yeah, that is such a huge deal because I am so excited for the uh, the next basically firefight because I was like, I'm going to nonstop play that. That was just so addicting, especially at night. I love leaving the night vision off because it's just such a pretty game. Like even my girlfriends walked in and was like, "Watch, we play it for a minute." And she's like, "This game's really pretty," and like it's so and in, like insanely pretty. Mm. Yeah, and then you know, talk about adding things too. One thing I forgot to add into this as well is that it looks like they're also adding the battle rifle into Halo Three ODSC's firefight. Uh, oh which is no insane. way! Yeah, they're adding that too, which is crazy. And I think honestly. Because, you know, the first few launches on PCs were, were a bit rocky. Halo Reach was the best one, and Halo Combat Evolved kind of was rough, and Halo 2s was rough. Um, but now that they're, you know, they jumped in Halo 3, they're going through and fixing everything. Um, which, um, by the way, the game mostly works really, really good now. And now with the Halo Infinite, uh, like the demo release and the gameplay and everything... Um, you know, I'm personally seeing, at least in my personal surroundings, that people are way more interested in Halo now. And jumping into MCC and them adding new content at this specific point of time is the best thing they could have done. Um, like, talk about yeah. marketing. Like, honestly, like, 
that's one way you can get someone into playing. And like someone might be like, yeah, I do ha- like want to play it, but I have friends on Xbox and I've since then moved to PC and, you know, I don't really want to go back. But the fact that they're adding crossplay is, you know, like, because your dad is PC and I don't know if you're mostly PC or Xbox, but I'm Xbox. Yeah. So like you can play with them and that's such a huge deal. And I like that they're cutting borders. Literally, they're breaking down those borders to say, hey, we want this to just yeah, I, like I could literally play on my phone and play Halo mm-hmm. 3. Like it's it's insane. I could play multiplayer. I could play campaign. It's it's insane what they're doing with um, the concept of Xbox. Yeah. So to answer me this, John, answer me this, John. An Xbox gamer, a PC gamer, a mobile, and a mobile gamer walk into a bar. What do they do next? They all start they making out. I'm just hate what what. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could go Halo making out. I mean, it's the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, same shit. <laughs> same shit. Same shit. Yeah, um, no, they all play yeah. Halo. It's crazy. All Halo, my friend. And it's been insanely awesome. We can't even really make fun of like mobile gamers anymore because at this point, it's like, oh, they're basically Xbox players. Basically. Yeah, I mean, it, it seriously is. And, you know, it's been really crazy to see because, you know, my family, they, I mean, they were excited. Like, oh, yeah, Halo's coming on PC. That's cool. You know, we're playing Call of Duty. Um, and you know, I finally, you know, about a week or two before Halo Infinite's gameplay reveal, they're like, you know, I finally got them playing through Reach. Like, oh yeah, this is good. This is fun. Yeah, I feel really good. You know, I feel like a god in Halo Reach. This is this is pretty good. Then I showed them the, uh, you know, mostly my dad, but I showed my, I brought my entire family downstairs, all six of us, my wife, my brothers, my mom, and my dad, and I made them watch the entire, you know, the first the the CGI trailer, the demo, and then the one minute gameplay trailer. And since then, the only thing that everybody's been playing is Halo. That's they've only beautiful. been playing. They've barely been playing Call of Duty outside of it. I mean, they're just dad's trying to get through all the Halo games because he's like, yeah, that looks awesome. And, you know, even my PC cousin who uh, who lost interest in Halo with Halo 4, you know, he just didn't care. And he's like, yeah, I'm getting this <laughs> as well. You know, you've sold me on it. Um, so it's really good. And now they're jumping into the Master Chief Collection. They're able to unlock new skins. They're unlocked to do challenges. So they're much more than just trying to catch up, but they're earning things. And they're able to implement themselves in the multiplayer. And, you know, they're able to customize themselves and become part of Halo, which is great. Really couldn't be better. And then with Firefight coming, I mean, it's about damn time. I'm so excited for Firefight. I think the most thing I'm excited about this announcement, though, you know, that they're adding all this stuff together is the SMG from Halo 3 ODST being in Halo 3 multiplayer. That, that is insane. bar none my favorite SMG in all of the Halo games. It Dude, it's all about the pistol, though. The pistol is awesome, but God, the SMG, bro. I Dude, fucking I don't love know. the SMG. I, if I'm being honest, if I have the pistol and the SMG, the first thing I'm dropping is the SMG. Oof, I'm the exact opposite, which means you get to pick up my ammo and I get to pick up your ammo. <laughs> hey, this is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we roll. Compromise, um, my friends. Yeah, yes. Yes, yeah, so that's going to be really, God, this is really exciting. Um, I just, you know what? Right before the podcast, I just read an update that, hey, they're getting ready for flights. Um, they're fixing most of the bugs and they should have an update on when they're going to start flights by the end of the week. That's what this sounds like. That's what it sounds like. So hopefully we get... I don't know. Maybe we get flights next week, um, which would be great. And hopefully we get it out by the end of the month, which would be 
outstanding. Uh, and that would still be summer, too, so they still hit release there. And then Halo 4, you know, I'm sure we're going to get in either September or October. Probably, hopefully September. Then October, I bet they're going to do a bunch of bug fixes, make MCC the best that it can be. And then Halo Infinite drops in November. That's my prediction. Or they bring Halo 5 to PC in October. That could be something crazy. That would be insane to see, but, you know, it's insanely possible. It's possible. And the only reason why, normally I'd be like, no, no fucking way. No fucking way. But there is Halo 5 on PC, which means they have this codes and stuff to put it on there. Because, they, you know, they have the, the Forge and they have the custom games multiplayer. It's a bit buggy, but it's, I don't know. It's basically there. Like, it's like a quarter percent there. I mean, I mean, if, because Halo 5, before Halo Infinite launches and we get Halo 4 and everything, and we don't get Halo 5, Halo 5 is going to be the only main game. Actually, I think the only game of Halo that's not on PC at that point. Because Halo Wars 1 and Halo Wars 2, which Halo Wars 2 is obviously going to have something to do with Infinite is on pc so i just hope mm-hmm. maybe or maybe when you get it on pc it'll have a rundown of halo 5's campaign when you first launch the game just so everybody's up to date and then jump in but at the same time i i always forget that this game is designed for players who've never been in halo before to jump into as well so maybe not maybe you don't need it i don't know maybe they're making it so that you could completely skip halo 5 if you don't like it and the story would still make cohesive sense i don't know but It'd be interesting to Before see. Us lower I just realized. I just realized something, John. What's up? We're really close to Halo Infinite's launch. Yeah, yeah, we're insanely close. We're really yeah. close. We got this month. We're getting ODST this month. Next month, I assume Halo Four, and obviously Halo Infinite start marketing really starts with you know the monster stuff and X Cloud next month. We got October. I don't know what's going on in October exactly. Then I assume, well, oh yeah, October is when all those toys are releasing. October 1st. I assume the game's coming out in November, so we're we're there, dude. We're, we're in the home run. We're literally right there. Yeah, you know what? I've, I have never seen a game go from absolutely zero news to fucking laying bombshells full of news in a week period. Like Halo Infinite. Like the day before Infinite, like nothing. We got a we got a picture, we got a screenshot. That was the news. That was all the news we got in a whole year. More more than a year. And then the demo came out. And then it feels like every day to every other day since the demo dropped, we've been getting news. Um and I think that was a good time to transition because uh, you know, speaking about Halo Infinite news, let's jump into some of the you know, some of our ideas with Halo Infinite's multiplayer being free to play. You know, what do we want to see done with it? What modes do we want to see at launch versus six months from now? Let's just kind of dive into it because Halo being having a free to play multiplayer opens the floodgates for millions of players in ways we've never seen before. And it's going to, I swear to God. Yes, please. Now we're we thinking Griff Ball launch or Griff Ball six months within the first six months of the game. It's been a game type for quite some time i honestly could see it at launch okay yeah yeah absolutely obviously so swap. I think, obviously swamp yeah yeah so let's go over game types first what we want to see a launch versus six months from now um and this could be new game types this can be returning game types uh and we're gonna leave out forge and theater because we know forge is coming and that's you know we could talk about forge more detail when we get more details here i am assuming very soon 
And I know John's going to be all over that like a mad monkle. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm going to be mad Craig. It's, it's going to be a fucking Craig podcast. Craig, 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 Pod Craig. This Craig is going to This is going to be me. <laughs> this is this is Greg. <laughs> Forge. <laughs> Controls <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually very possible too. With what we very possible. Oh, oh yeah. Bug. I didn't even think if about not, that. I keep trying Halo Fives. I keep trying and I keep failing. <laughs> I give up. Nope. I gave up on it. I can't do it. I can't do it, dude. Oh, no, uh, quote unquote from what Tech Hardy told me from other people. Uh, we're too lazy. Bingo. Tech Hardy, you got it once again, my friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, versus what modes we want to see at launch, obviously we're going to see Slayer. We're probably going to see Capture the Flag, Oddball, some k- game types like that. I hope we see Infection day one. Um, Oof, I could see Infection. Mm. It's, it's like tricky to think of, of what's going to be here later, though, because like there's so many game types that I mostly play that I kind of forget about everything else. I guess like Super Fiesta is okay. I could see that coming from six and like in six months. Yeah, and when I mean six months, I don't mean that six months later there's going to be an update. I just mean within the next six months. So one month later, or a couple weeks later, one month later, three months later, stuff like that. Yeah. So really the reason why I'm saying six months later specifically is because I think uh, this, despite whatever classic fans might say about it, I think it's f- pretty likely that we could be seeing a Halo Battle Royale being added to Halo Infinite. I think it's pretty... I think it's a pretty good chance that we see that because if the game's free to play, that means we're already set up for it. You've got people trying out the new Halo. There's big talk about it. Well, probably esports focusing on it and stuff like that. Then they announce a battle royale, and that's I mean, you could do a lot with a Halo battle royale, and that would draw in so many people because you, you know we all know battle royales. Regardless of your opinion on it, it is the biggest thing in the market right now, as far as gaming and streaming goes. So. Having a Halo Battle Royale is both going to put, you know, Halo's already stupid fucking popular. And then having, you know, Battle Royale is just going to, it's just going to go up. It's going to peak. And I don't think we're going to see Battle Royale at launch. I don't. But six months from there, I bet we could see it. I think they're going to do it like exactly what you said, maybe later uh, in the sense that they're going to kind of like, they're kind of like, we don't know how to kind of set it up right now. But the thing is when we start getting community feedback, we kind of start seeing, you know, different like basically uh, things that they work with. They're just going to be like, okay, how about we put this together and let's give it a couple of tests. We'll maybe put it a beta out for it and we'll then throw it in the game and see how it goes. Yeah, because they're so. going to do flights after Halo Infinite launches. So I could see that being a flight and then implementing that worldwide. That'll be huge. And I think, you know, Halo Infinite, I mean, using the Halo universe for a battle royale, first of all, we've got uh, Halo Infinite's open world. So you're already going to have large maps to work with. Whether Regardless if you use a campaign map or if you create something completely different, you already have that space to work with. Um. And like you were saying before we started uh, recording here, uh, like about like having a UNSC Frigga or the Infinity dropping you into the map via uh, ODST drop pods. Yes. You me? That's already, dude, I mean, that's genius. That makes sense because like all of them, you can kind of like basically just like float down. You got to drop into an area. It's like, give me something that's meaty. Like, yeah, like I've seen the parachutes like hundreds of times. It's like, 
but when you drop in and you feel like you have to fucking run and go get something like it's insane like yeah you gotta be like okay i gotta like kind of plot out where i'm going but if you kind of like choose an area and then it might not land you in the exact spot you want it just kind of picks a general area and you just drop in that spot like maybe you just see like the map as you're floating over you can't really look around much you just press a and it just drops you straight down or just at a certain angle or whatever they could honestly play with that because with a parachute you can be like okay if there's a weapon in this building maybe i can get something set up it's like with the other one, you could kind of plot it out, but as soon as you get dropped, like you're going to go sailing out of the sky instead yeah. of just being able to just, you know, float down after like skydiving. It's going to be, I think, dramatically diff- different because you're literally going to drop and you're going to kick that pot open and you're going to run out and start grabbing shit. Oh, yeah. And then from what we've seen just from Halo Infinite's campaign gameplay, the game is already self set up for it. You've already got, obviously, like we just mentioned, the big open world. You already have a map system there. You hit a button, you can look over the map. You can see your different objectives, different areas. You have weapons, so you have a good variety of weapons you can pick up at base. But then you also have weapon upgrades from what we saw in the upgrades menu. You can go through, you can pick up different weapon upgrades to upgrade your weapon in the map to make you better. As far as your overshields go, you can land without any overshields. And you pick up a basic overshield, which is lesser than your normal like overshield then you pick up a normal overshield then you pick up like a maybe a red overshield and then the green overshield like you would normally do in a halo multiplayer which would be green and that would be the biggest overshield you have um and then obviously you know you have pickups like your grapple shot you could pick up your your shield your electric grenades all these grenades you can pick up as well i mean there's a lot you could do with it and it doesn't even need to be one of those battle royales where you have a have a like a loot system as much where you have to go through your oh here's all these health packs and stuff because it doesn't necessarily need to be that but it could be a lot more straightforward as in okay this is now just halo multiplayer in a big open world where you're trying to either fight by yourself or by with your squad to be the last one standing and it's it's just halo gameplay you don't need to implement like things like such as crafting systems or anything just an upgrade saying like oh i want this scope on the gun and stuff you know, you already have that set up there. You yeah. already have the big weapons. You have you have vehicles, a ton of vehicles, and that could make a huge difference. Because uh, you know, some games like you know, Call of Duty Warzone, it's got vehicles, but nothing beats Halo's vehicles, in my opinion. Yeah, nothing definitely. beats Halo's sandbox. You have the best sandbox out there with Halo, so you could do that. I mean, there's so much you can do with that, and if you had randomized maps. So, like, the terrain would just change every time you dropped in, so you can't really memorize where to go. It's always a new experience. It's It would be something really cool. And I think within six months, if that was something they were interested in doing, I think we could see that, if not a year, maybe a year. And, like, damn, that's going to be so crazy. Like, I, I'm super excited to see what they're going to do with all of the different stuff for infinite's battle royale uh i really like something about it yeah yeah i really like the idea of you just dropping down and it's gonna be just basically like kind of like standard multiplayer like yeah you can pick up overshields uh active camo that would be pretty badass um yeah but man just thinking about imagine just fighting on an installation like that's gonna be so much fun like you can fight on a halo ring dude that's just amazing yeah, with Halo Sandbox there. Just I think the best thing about <laughs> like Halo Infinite so far is just looking up and there's always a huge Halo ring right there. Just in your face. It's amazing. Oh, dude, wonder what they should do? 
I already know exactly. exactly what they should do. So you know how like some games they have like a gas that kills you if you like don't get in within like a certain part of the ring. Uh, what they should do, like yeah, within like the inner part of the circle, what they should do is the ring is blowing up, and so like it's calculating what certain areas are going to break off. So you need to be in that fucking area before oh, that. So no. like, if you're on edge, it's like Halo 3's ending where you've got like the plates falling and everything. That's literally yeah. perfect. That's literally and perfect. How we already see the ring splitting up there. You could just have chunks falling off and then breaking apart. If you're on that, you're fucked. Yeah, you know? dude. Just imagine. Dude, like, that's amazing. And you're just, and you're seeing like the floor behind you just, just fucking dropping. Just dropping or exploding off into the space, dude. And you're just barely making it on your warthog as Halo music plays when you're close to that. And you got your warthog run music just barely getting back into, quote unquote, the ring as, you know, the rest of the Halo ring is just falling off. Yeah, until you're just on this little platform fighting for your life. That is a brilliant fucking idea, dude. That was a brilliant fucking idea. Oh, my God. That (laughs) fucking love that idea. That's that's goddamn it, dude. Now I really, really want Halo Battle Royale. I don't. I'm not expecting to see one for at least six months, maybe a year. But my god, just with that alone, and I feel like that's a pretty given thing that we could see. I think it's pretty likely. I think oh, it's pretty dude. likely. Just, just like just that alone was already kind of like fun for a battle royale. Fuck! Imagine if we could make our own. That would be wild. That I mean, that's what they said before with Forge. And, you know, they have, like, the reset on Forge, the undo, so it's going to make it a little bit easier to work with. But you can make your own Battle Royale on Forge, and then 3 for 3 would just feature it in a Battle Royale mode. That's how they get their own looking maps. Right there. Ladies and gents. John. 3 for 3 Let us join you, please. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea, dude. I fucking love it. Um... Yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, I think Battle Royale would be clean. As far as things we want to see on launch, though, John, I mean, obviously, you know, we're going to see your Slayer capture the flag. Probably SWAT, Infection, Griff Ball, stuff like that. Um, Is there any, like, different kind of modes you want to see? Like, for me, one of them would be Dominion from Halo 4, where it's, like, a very much, you know, you can work with the sandbox to build up defenses at your base while you capture others. It's kind of very much like Battlefield, but it's Halo, and it's awesome. Uh, that's kind of one for me. Is there anything like any unique maps like that or something you can even come up with that would be, think you'd be a pretty cool idea? Hmm. God, I don't know. That's like, that's tricky. You know, trying to think of like what would be a different like game mode or like what would be a, a super sweet like addition or anything of like that sort. That's always like insanely tricky to be like, oh, how do I add this? Or I, I had one, but he just like I keep losing it. And I'm like, come back, come back, uh, come back. Damn, I don't know. There's so many like good options because there genuinely is so many good like different Halo game types. Uh, I actually made one called Black Friday. <laughs> oh, what is this one like? Uh, it's basically Infection. And uh, it's it's built off of like just like a retail store basically, and you literally just like pull weapons off the shelves. Oh, that's a really that's and, fun. And the more Black Friday shoppers you have, basically you die, and uh, 
when you die, you become uh, a customer. <laughs> oh, no. Boy, I wonder where that inspiration came from, John. <laughs> no reason. I just have a lot of friends that work in retail. <laughs> uh-huh, like both of us. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Retail. <laughs> retail. Weird how it's, that works. It's fun. But uh, I genuinely didn't think it was going to do so well, but I, I showed my friends. They're like, you need to tweak it a tiny bit. It's fun. It's so funny, dude. Dude, I want to try it I even I even got bathrooms in the game. <laughs> Yo, speaking of which, I think it would be cool for a playlist full of fan-made game types and fan-made maps just like ah, that see, there you to go. be added. Transition. See, I, I don't know. I think that would be really cool, personally. Um, How would that not be cool? That's my question. I mean, they already kind of do something similar with Action Sack and Halo 5, but yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's that's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, I like dude. that little chopping mall thing. Oh, dude, it's so funny. I really want to do a mall version, too. Okay. Uh, tweet at me if you want me to release that. I haven't touched it in months, so I've still got to like touch it up and finish some parts of the building because we just got tired of it. And I was like, hey, I want to set this up. I want you to tell me how it goes. And so there's still got to be some builds to it. But oh yeah holy shit it's the funniest thing ever like you literally have cash registers up at the front of the store <laughs> self-checkout <laughs> lanes and everything oh, uh, i wish fine. i was gonna have halo fives because i would make that shit look perfect dude i and just like that that's one of the reasons i hope halo infinite's forge is fucking stellar with good controls or at least a feature so you can use your preferred controls because yeah. i do you know, your little your little imagination over there is just ridiculous um still gotta so put some maps yeah you do you do you really should i think that'd be really cool to see um yeah and then and you know as far as that goes john any other ideas or anything for like what we could kind of hope to see with multiplayer or as far as modes go you know um i would love to see kind of like a funny box mode where you spawn with random weapons and like your armor sets always messed up and like looks different and like um Basically, make it kind of like Cursed Halo, but not obviously not insanely cursed, but make yeah. it just really goofy. Like, you have Warthogs <laughs> with giant-ass tires, then you've got, like, Wraiths with tiny-ass little cannons, so it's like shooting a little pea shooter, but it still, like, does, like, a hella amount of damage. Dude, that would be awesome. So basically, Cursed Halo, but without the evil curses. Just funny. Uh, yeah, just funny curses. Yeah, make the game just stupid, pretty much. Uh, I always think like stuff like that's kind of fun because when I uh, played Tony Hawk, when you'd have like just goofy stuff, like I remember like beating the game and all of a sudden I was on an alien ship and I unlocked an alien skateboarder. That was really funny. And like you just had this giant ship, you'd go on this ramp and you'd just you just launch like you've never launched before in the game. It's the funniest thing in the world. So like I think just adding just stupid stuff like that would be incredibly funny oh my god why can't we have a grunt game mode grunt capture the flag dude please can we play as grunts in the multiplayer oh my man god. forget elites forget craig i want to play as a grunt make it like uh like different servers like this server is like hey you can play like normal games this one over here like you can play modified games this one over here you fucking oh, yeah. play as a grunt <laughs> different I mean, hubs. Yeah, just different hubs similar to uh similar to like mcc just just having different things there, uh, like just different ways you can customize it with different game types, like almost like Minecraft, where you've got different servers, and that server has like different like stuff on it. Like I think that would be 
absolutely perfect and funny because I would absolutely kill to play as a grunt with like a chief helmet or like you can customize your grunt and like you literally just play a bunch of stuff. I, oh my gosh, infection with grunts where you die and you become the grunt because uh, the Marines always say, I don't want to be turned into those gas sucking freaks. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, infection, but instead of infected, you become a grunt. <laughs> please, please. And like make the grunts health like higher obviously so you don't die as often but oh my god imagine becoming a suicide grunt and running at someone that there's nothing more i want in a halo game than become a grunt and just have the option to suicide myself at somebody i want a brute to pick my ass up and throw me at the nearest enemy so i can just be like ah! <laughs> and that's it that's all i want just to explode in midair and take down like five other spartans we we are just left and right coming up with game modes <laughs> Hey man, that's that's what we should. That's what we do here, my friend. That is what we do here. I'm very, pr- I'm <laughs> very proud. <laughs> very proud. Um, yeah. I mean, aside from that, like, as far as game modes go, I just hope we have a good variety right at launch. I don't necessarily believe, like many people believe, it's got to be 100. You have to have all the content. I hope we have a good amount of content. I hope we have. You know, obviously enough to to satisfy us. A lot of good classic modes there. A lot of new modes, but you know, at least at least just a launch. Maybe with the weeks go by, we get new modes. But you know, that's the kind of the nice thing about Halo Infinite being a kind of a platform. It's just the things they can add and the way they can expand this into just stupid realms of awesome. Um, which is what I don't know. What's why I'm excited about? Uh, and I really hope you know. I'm thinking we're gonna get some Halo multiplayer this month maybe even tomorrow i don't know with uh maybe they re- reveal it with the x cloud i don't know hopefully soon though I li- hopefully soon hopefully yeah. this month. we actually forgot to add something with our uh well no i think i think we added it in our notes let me look at it it was uh what samsung's doing tomorrow yeah we didn't talk about it let's talk oh, about yeah. it for a second uh right off the drop pod for a second uh <laughs> right uh, yeah basically to add that <laughs> yeah samsung's having a unpacked event uh personally i'm a samsung user i whatever works uh but the last time they had a huge uh like like a sponsorship in a weird way with like xbox and we are hearing that they're going to show off some more xcloud stuff so we're assuming that there's going to be some more stuff shown with xcloud potentially so uh which will be super super cool. Uh, also, I'm excited for the next phone because I my phone's almost two years old, and I'm I'm that person that's like I don't need a new phone every year or every two years, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna get it anyways. Also, because I'd love for you to to get to try out Android. Because my knowledge, you haven't tried Android yet. Yeah, I'd love to try Android more specifically for uh, game X X Cloud than anything else. But yeah. As far as all the customization stuff, I'd love to look into that. Um, and, you know, my kind of throughout, uh, thought process there is if they were going to show off some games, like, in real time, like, hey, we're going to show off the, that this works on this new Samsung device, what better way to show that off than a bunch of people just popping up on stage with their cell phones, sitting down, and then just playing a round of Halo Infinite multiplayer? The big dick energy from that. Or even just having a couple people on PC, a couple people on Xboxes, a couple people... On, on the new Samsung X-Cloud. devices. Yeah. On the new uh, sound, Samsung devices using XCloud, and they're all playing in the same match. How, I mean, how do you flex that bigger? That's just my opinion. And I think that's kind of what they hope to tomorrow, they do tomorrow or today when you guys listen to this. Um, by the time this is up, you'll probably already know what already happened. But 
hey, if they show it off Halo Infinite multiplayer, I call it first. <laughs> I guess if they just show people playing on xCloud, I call that. <laughs> I think we're going to win. I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, yeah. Yeah, Man. so I think that's pretty cool. And I think, you know, that'll lead great into multiplayer. Um, but I don't know, John. What what else What else do you think there as far as multiplayer goes? Or is that really it? Yeah, I'm, I think that's mostly it, but I was going to say, you want to know what goes great with multiplayer? Beer? That's 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 a must. I can agree with that, yeah. Yeah, that's me. But what's uh, that? Maps, locations. Maps and locations within the Halo universe, you might sell. <laughs> I didn't even know you could make that voice. What the fuck? <laughs> that was awesome. Know. <laughs> What's precious? Precious. Precious. <laughs> Installation zero one. Give me the precious society. Oh, my sweet, sweet, loving lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's talk about some of our favorite locations on the Halo universe and why do Halo games really fe- uh, feature actual Halo rings? Which is very interesting questions. Obviously, I think the the obvious one, I think the the clearest fucking day one for me, you, and everybody listening to the Halo podcast, um, the Halo rings themselves. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I think I speak, I don't know if I speak, actually, I don't know who I speak for here, but personally for me, the Halo rings aren't just the coolest environment in Halo or science fiction. I think they're the coolest environment, period. Across science fiction, across, um, you know, just anywhere that has an environment of any kind, I think the Halo ring just tops all of it for me. Um, and I think, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about jo- that, John? Do you think I'm a little, a little bit crazy there? No, I, I totally don't think you're crazy. Um, obviously, one of my first biggest memories of Halo uh, was stepping out and looking at that marvelously beautiful ring. So, you know, it's it's a huge deal playing on that. And, you know, it's just overall a very beautiful environment. I think my specific favorite area would probably have to be like the ending of like Halo 3 where you get to like, oh, yeah, where, well, it's also like the ending of Halo 1. <laughs> but like, it's just amazing to see just like how everything's kind of set up and kind of how everything plays into each other because you fight like sometimes in like very like Island areas. Sometimes you fight on very grassy areas, very deserty areas. It, it changes. And it's amazing that it's got its own ecosystem, but something about like it being cold and like standing for pretty much like the last fight was always just so cool for me. Yeah. And then as it falls apart, you can see the inner structures collapsing on a ring that we've always assumed like we knew it was artificial but always looked natural and then seeing what it's actually made out of falling apart in front of you that was something really cool in halo 3 that i don't think we'll ever quite experience something like that again because that was that was something special that was cool that was very special unless they somehow pull it off again which you know that'd be cool they've pulled off some pretty amazing surprises so far for infinite i wouldn't be at all surprised I mean, we're already seeing those structures coming undone, which is cool. So you could see like the little pillars that are coming out. I think that is like the ground being uneven and shifting. So like that's what's connecting it. Like I don't know if you saw, saw the trailer, but you know it's like those 
I don't know, the, the structure's going up and they're like yeah. sharp edges. And so I can't even think of the words, but it kind of feels like that. But in Halo Infinite, it feels definitely a little bit different, a little bit more natural, but less natural in a way. I don't know. Yeah, it feels very weird, but super curious as well. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, for me, I mean, let's move along from the Halo rings because I feel like that's obvious. And we're, you know what? We're going to jump back to Halo rings here at the end of this part. Um, but for me, I think, you know, I think a lot of people usually go for the arc, but for me, my second favorite place, my favorite sacred environment in all of Halo is actually Requiem, uh, which was in Halo 4. It's the, sh- it's the shield world there. And it kind of gives off the same vibes as a Halo ring, but it's definitely its own unique thing. Like when you first land into Requiem on the second mission, ironically titled Requiem, Halo 4, and you you know, you get out of the crash site because you can't really see anything in the crash site. It's all smoke and fire and stuff. So you get out of the canyon. First thing you see is these forerunner pillars and stuff, just huge, just moving, just so, just beautifully. And I remember when I first saw that, like my jaw dropped. You know, that was ridiculously pretty. But if you look up, instead of seeing, you know, the halo ring going up all the way around and back, you would actually see the roof of the planet, which was. You know, it gives off the same similar veil as a Halo ring, but it's very unique. And I feel like it really represented Halo without being having to be a Halo ring. And that's one of the things I was just like, this is awesome. And then, you know, going further where you go into more the center of the planet and you can look straight across and see the other side of the planet. I think that gave off Halo feels as well. Like, that was really cool. You could see the pylons connecting the purple pylons and um just how i mean it very much felt like halo without being another halo and i always really respected requiem and three for three for doing that with requiem as well yes very very impressive i actually really like requiem uh just purely on how well they built the structure for it like it felt very natural but very like this is ancient af (laughs) this is ancient but it's so alive too because, you know, the Halo rings, they've always felt, like, abandoned. They was, like, alive, but they was abandoned. But you go into Halo 4, and you see these moving structures with the lights going. You're like, yeah, this is definitely alive. And that's, well, because there is a, a live Forerunner there, so that would explain a lot. Um, and I love, for personally, the Forerunner art style in Halo 4 is my favorite in the saga. And I'm kind of glad, from what it looks like, Halo Infinite's kind of returning to that. From the brief things that we saw there. Absolutely. I think I'm trying to think of like another place that I absolutely died for. Honestly, I'm gonna sound like a little bitch. I kind of liked being in New Mombasa. That's not a little bitch thing at all, dude. New Mombasa, New Mombasa is like the coolest city ever, dude. Especially um, with yeah, oh, Tech Hardy and I just recently beat ODST in the night. Again. Hey, that's how it goes, that's, man. That's what we did, man. We actually got some par scores and par times on like a bunch of maps, so it was really, really awesome. Uh, but man, it's just overall such a pretty game. Like at night, it's such a different atmosphere. And uh, one thing Tech Hardy said was he actually got freaked out as a kid, and he didn't play it for like a long time. <laughs> uh because really now yeah because like the atmosphere and i can kind of agree i didn't necessarily get uh, freaked out but it was definitely like you felt so alone and everything's out to kill you and man was that one of the coolest feelings in the world 
Yeah, it's a very moody game. I mean, the music, it all just gets to you. It is it is so well put together. Uh, New Mombasa, I mean, if you really just, because I played it the other night as well, and if you just walk through the city, kind of the open world-ish city where you have things to explore and stuff, and you listen to the audio logs and stuff, and you're looking around, it's, it's a very, you know, for a city that doesn't have anybody in it except for hostiles, it's very alive. Um, the music plays into it a bunch. The sounds of the the rain falling and stuff. It's, I think it's one of the most unique places in Halo without having to have anything to do with the Forerunners whatsoever. Yeah, just being natural, just being like this is city life, and this is what happened think, when everyone left. Yeah, and I think that's ODSC's strongest suit is because it's the only Halo game in the entire Halo franchise that has nothing to do with the Forerunners. Yeah. The entire game, even Halo Reach, you had a forerunner structure there. Very true. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So Halo 3 ODST, it's very unique as in it has nothing to do with forerunners. There's nothing to do about Halos, nothing to do with anything there. It is just a city made by humans and it's being destroyed and it's very atmospheric. I think New Mombasa, dude, fucking great, dude. I mean, it's a fucking New Mombasa is a great city. Uh, Obviously, we saw it in Halo 2 and we saw, well, the aftermath of it in Halo 3 yeah, <laughs> with the arc, but in Halo 2, it, it was good too. I mean, it felt like an actual war zone in Halo 2 versus the aftermath in Halo 3 ODST. Uh, so it was cool, kind of with New Mombasa's story there, you had the Halo 2 part, which was a lot more action, a lot more Marines defending the city. You had Halo 3 ODST, which some sections taking place during that, but most of the game taking place afterwards in the moody atmosphere. Then you have Halo 3, which obviously doesn't take place at New Mombasa. It takes place more by the city of Void, but it's overlooking New Mombasa or where it would be. But instead, it's just a forward. It was built on top of a foreigner thing. So, I don't know. I just think you're, you actually have a point there, and I think it's really good. I don't even think I would have thought of that either. So... Yeah, That's new boss. Something about it just oh, so good. So I'd love to to go back and kind of visit the aftermath and just kind of see how everything's rebuilding and being restructured. Yeah, I would love that. Um, except for they're not doing anything of rebuilding over it. They actually have the arc still there, and that's the portal that they take to the arc. Researchers ah. do. So new Mombasa is fucking gone. <laughs> Fair, it's but gone. I mean, I'd love to see like how they kind of fix certain parts of like maybe the area because like, oh yeah, some oh, yeah. guys can return. <laughs> yeah, some uh, some dead flood is never a good thing to leave lying around. Um, <laughs> fair, very, very, very fair. Um, no, and that's cool too. And I think uh, I don't know. I think you know we could touch on Reach as well while we're at it because Reach, yes, it was more of a in Halo in the game. It was a lot more of like a kind of a farmland planet. You know, uh, from what we saw there, obviously it's a lot of military planet too. But you know, you gotta saw a lot of farmland. It was really pretty there, very luscious. Uh, you had your own city there with New Alexandria that we witnessed get just fucking abolished by yeah. the Covenant. Yeah. Um, and it, the game starts off like very green, very pretty, and then the game ends with everything on fucking fire and L- dust. literally, literally in dust. Uh, and I just think that's an environment. Halo Reach is an environment. I guess the planet of Reach's environment that's very adaptful to its surroundings. And f- by, by that, I mean, it catches on fire very well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see it in like, as you go through the game, it just gets 
I don't know. It it becomes from a beautiful planet to have just destroyed and something about like how they, you know, Bungie presented the destroyed planet by the end of the game was really cool. Seeing battles in the background and like fire tornadoes and shit. It was just really cool. Yeah. And then just seeing like the mountain all smoky, like the iconic reach mountain. It's just insanely well done. Like especially, especially in new Alexandria. I, I, really really loved that city i thought it was just so unique especially when you had to fly around and like go do stuff and like you could just fly around and just look and it's like damn everything's going to shit (laughs) it was and i really love the cameo that um you you get from buck on that mission it's kind of a randomized thing but yeah when you get to see buck there and it plays odst theme as you're helping him out Fucking dude, I'm telling you, that's my favorite part of Halo Reach. Whenever you get that with Buck and the ODST music starts, Halo I Reach love, at the peak. I love that in uh, Halo 3 ODST, he references it. Yeah, and he does in Halo 5 as well, which is that's awesome. So insane. And it's like the callbacks and call forwards is just wild. Yeah, Buck has always done really well. And he really helps kind of reference and keep everybody like, oh, yeah, that's. Uh, that happened. <laughs> Reach happened. Um, and you know what, John? Actually, speaking about Halo 5 there, I think one of my favorite, actually absolutely one of my favorite locations and environments that we've been to is Sanghelios. Yeah. By far. Yes. I fucking love the four, four, no, the five missions we spent at uh, Sanghelios. Uh, I think it's the highlight of Halo 5 as well. You know, because, yeah. you know, obviously we get to have um, the Arbiter. Because Arbiter is just a god. Our dad. <laughs> I fucking I fucking love the Arbiter. And Halo 5 especially. I think he's such a badass. Um, no, but it's so... I mean, I was throw, I threw in Halo 5 last night. I was playing that for a bit. Played through you know, a good amount, except for the Battle of Sinaion, because I play that almost all the time. <laughs> I've played the you know the four missions on Sanghelios last night. And, dude, it is just the, the most beautiful fucking area like the sunlight the warm sunlight that that goes over it uh the water and just how peaceful and like ancient it is but also how like the war zone is is very intense when the kraken comes in and breaks apart ancient stones and stuff that shit was so cool dude so well put together and i i just wish you know we can explore more of that and one of my favorite things about halo 5 were those missions where you had your guns down and you can explore the environment there, the the smaller environment, but you could talk to characters and that's where you got like uh, several of the grunt Demi characters Kihok. there. Yeah. Demi Kihokte and a couple of the elites there. Um, and you could just really get soak in the, the environment and the location of Zanghelios just by talking to characters. I thought it was always really, really underrated first of all, but also really cool. I need to play replay Halo five. You do, dude. Honestly, I feel like it's aged better than people make it out to be. I really love Halo 5. Right now, I'm going through and playing through all the games on Heroic. And um, now I'm going to be switching to Halo 5. Dude. Dude, honestly, I really think the the game is underrated. And especially if you take the time, hey, to learn the lore surrounding it, you appreciate it more. Uh, I was just, you know, I've just been playing a lot of Halo 5 campaign lately just to play through it. And I love the game and I really think it's underrated. Something about Osiris, even though like a lot of people think they're just cut out characters or they're boring. I love the way that they interact with each other. and They just talk about things going on and 
bring up people's pasts and stuff and they just kind of baker between each other. It's just, I think it's done really well. And I really think, especially on Sanghelios with Vale having a, a background of being able to speak Sanghelios, um, you know, she's able to explain to the team about a lot what's going on. And you're just able to appreciate it more when she explains stuff that's happening when you scan environments and stuff like that. Or you hear a Sanghelios language and she's able to decipher it. That's just so, so cool that they add stuff like that in game to make it feel more open like it's just insane i I always love that myself um like yeah i i don't know about that um but yeah i know in halo 5 as well there's genesis um what did you think about genesis john i know it's been a minute it is pretty very green it's very green it's very kind of bluish it's interesting it's I don't know if it's one of my favorites, but it's an interesting environment to explore. It's very forerunner. Um, it feels very artificial more than anything else. I think we've been. Yeah. But also obviously, you know, you got actual wildlife there, which was like fucking thank you. I've always wanted wildlife there. It wasn't as like intrusive as I wanted the wildlife to be kind of like how they look like they are in infinite where they fly in front of your face and stuff. Yeah. But they were there and they were cool. Um, it's a pretty environment. I um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think because uh, I have played some of those missions lately. There's the tank run there. That's really fun. Um, and I love how they reuse kind of the same areas for different things between the two missions on Genesis. Um, it's just a really cool environment, just a new environment that we haven't seen before. More of a basic planet. So you don't have, if you look up, you, you just see clouds and floating guardians. So nothing up to see up there really. Uh, but I don't know. It's kind of a good mix up. I think. Yeah, I think it's very different, and I think that's why I grown to like appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, and then one place I know one a lot of people don't really like in Halo Five is Meridian because it's kind of like post Halo Reach, what Halo Reach would look like because it's been glassed, so it's very gray and a lot of orange lava and stuff. It's kind of really dark. Um, I always kind of found that pretty cool just to see. Obviously, it's not like a beautiful environment, and it's not supposed to be, but uh, what did you think about Meridian? Is it weird that I actually really liked Meridian? Just Not at all. The aftermath is just kind of like, this has a toll, and it makes you kind of understand. No, I really like... I, re- <laughs> I really, really like uh, Meridian, especially when you go underground into the Forerunner area there mm-hmm. that they discover. The way that the color changes from very gray, very yellow, very just death to alive, and it just gets really intense. I always really, really like that, um, especially in the the last section there on uh, Meridian when you're escaping in the Warthog and the <laughs> the Guardian blows out of the uh, like the volcano so or whatever. Badass. It's so cool, and then you're seeing things just erupt to shit, and you're just like, man, Meridian just can't, can't take a break. <laughs> I always found that very, very. Uh, intense and then you're going up the elevator the the space elevator that was always really cool i really love seeing a space elevator in game yeah it's riding one yeah and then, then playing jungle gym on it as you jumped around it i always love that as well <laughs> yeah. i love spartan so i'm gonna knock it down if they're using like a jungle gym um and then there's really one more that i really wanted to bring up myself and i don't know if john did you ever play in uh spartan ops for Halo 4? Basic. I only did tiny bits. Okay, so one of the things here is you explored a lot more of it in a whole chapter of uh, Spartan Ops. 
and it's the UNSC Infinity, which I think was super unique. Because in Halo 4's campaign, you had that section in the um, in uh, ah, that one for I can't remember the mission, but it takes place in the forest where you get to ride around in the tank, you know, going into the Infinity. Then you get in the Mantis, you crawl through Infinity with the Mantis blowing stuff up, uh, and then you briefly get to be in the, like the uh, air bay in Halo 4, and you get to explore that a little bit, talk to some people, and basically get in your Pelican and drive off while, you know, Meridi- or uh, the Infinity escapes. But in Spartan Ops, uh, there's a whole five-mission episode where basically the Covenant attack the UNSC, and they're able to get inside of it and infiltrate it with Prometheans. And the entire, the entire five chapters is you have to defend the Infinity. So the first part is crashing a ship in there and, you know, taking them out, going through the hallways... You got to defend like the uh, the slip space core there. They're trying to plant nukes there. Meanwhile, Lasky is fighting off Prometheans with his shotgun and stuff like that. It just felt I don't know. It felt like a Star Trek episode, but that was super intense. It was definitely the best part of Spartan Ops. And I'd love like for Halo Infinite if the Infinity is not dust to be able to go inside of it again. And since they're working on bigger worlds and stuff, maybe be able to explore the entirety of the UNSC Infinity. That would be fucking dope, which would be awesome because you'd be able to see, hey, I saw that in Halo 4. Hey, I saw that in Spartan Ops. Hey, this is completely new. I am on the bridge of the UNSC Infinity. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) This is the dude that told me to uh, give me his give me the damn AI. (laughs) Yeah, fucking Del Rio, you stupid bitch. (laughs) Nah, Lasky, bro. Lasky's if he dies in Halo Infinite, dude, I'm going to be so depressed. He better not. Dude, I will be upset. I will be upset if you I'd be insanely sad, too. Yeah, seriously. And I think... So, really, the reason I wanted to bring up this discussion is to kind of revitalize our memory of all these places that we've been to in Halo. And then come back and realize, you know, in all the Halo games, we really aren't on Halo rings all that much. At all. Yeah, no, we're not. (laughs) We're not. I mean, in the arc, I mean, you and the arc, we didn't even talk about the arc. But, yeah, the arc's on there as well. So, like, the entirety of Halo 3 is either on Earth or the Ark. Uh, there's one mission on the Halo ring, and that's the epic Warthog run, which is uh, which is awesome. <laughs> like, make no mistake, that's amazing. Also on the island of the Silent Cartographer, by the way, um, which is cool. In Halo 2, you only have... I mean, you do have missions while you're on the Halo ring, but it's a lot less noticeable. Like, you're when you first go to Delta Halo, you know, you have those first two missions where you play as Chief, and... It is very clear you're on the Halo ring. Yeah. Probably cloudy, so you can't see the Halo ring super well, but it's there. Um, then you go jump over the Arbiter, and you're on the Halo ring there as well, but you're mostly inside of Forerunner Caverns fighting the Flood and stuff, so you don't really get a chance to see the ring as much. You know it's there self-consciously. Like, like, you know when you're on the ring, but you don't really get to see it. Yeah. Um, and then near the end of the game, when you're as Arbiter as well, you can see a little bit better, but it's still very cloudy. Um, so you can barely see the ring, but you can see it going over during the last two missions of that game. Or the last two Arbiter missions while Chief is on High Charity. By yes. the way, another place we didn't even talk about. High Charity? Very awesome. And holy shit, it's beautiful. Dude, High Charity is fucking beautiful. It's so beautiful. It really is. Especially the remaster. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, the remasters. Oh my god. Okay, you want to talk about pretty, dude? Oh my god. Yeah. And then in Halo Combat Evolved, the game that takes place on aside from one mission, the entirety of the game, 
Uh, so you got the first mission. You could, I mean, that's the one everybody talks about when you first walk out of the drop pod and you see the Halo ring for the first time. It's incredible, and you drive your warthog, and that's very much what Halo Infinite is inspired on. Um, you know, you got your second mission there, which is at night. You can still see the Halo ring quite well. Um, you know, you got the silent cartographer where you see it again. Um, and you know, it's very, pretty much a clear day. You could still see it very well. And then almost the rest of the game, if you think about it, you don't really see the halo ring at much. Nope. You know, you, you know, you would go either you're underground, you're in, there's snow and you can't see anything with the snow because you're in the canyons. You're in the, the mall, which you can see the, you know, when the opening cutscene, you can see the halo ring. Um, and from you know that for the most of it though, I mean, you don't really get to see the Halo ring. And then I it's guess either, what I'm trying to. Get- I was gonna say you were either underground or you just couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah. So one of the I guess the point I'm getting at here is because we've been able to see so many planets here. The reason why I bring this up is because kind of the main reason I'm super excited for Halo Infinite is it looks like it's taking a full approach, like. Hey, you know, you've been on Halo Rings before, but now you get to explore a Halo Ring. And it really feels like from what we're getting here is you're going to be able to see the Halo Ring a ton. Like, you know, you're exploring it. You are definitely very, very well. You are in a Halo Ring. You can see it almost at all times. I think it's going to be a really nice change up because, the, you know, over the last week or two, I've been like, man, I just really want to play Halo Infinite so fucking bad. I just want to play in a Halo Ring. And I've been getting frustrated because I'm trying to play the games. So I'm like, Wait, this isn't Halo Ring. This is the Ark. Wait, this isn't Halo Ring. This is something else. This is Requiem. Oh, okay. I'm going to go play this mission for the 15th time in the last two weeks because it's the so most similar to Halo Infinite. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I can see the ring. So I can see the Vista. So I'm really glad, you know, Halo Infinite's really like capitalizing on th- the fucking Vista. And unlike the other games, you can really see where the ring ends when you look around. Where before it looked like just a, a flat world, but at the end of it, you saw the ring. Yeah. Just kind of because of limited technology. But now that you look at it, you look around, you can see where it ends and where it leads to. And then it goes up. It's just, it's insane. Yeah, it's really, really crazy seeing like how things kind of get put together like that. Yeah, absolutely. And part of that is because um, Installation 07 Zeta Halo used to be much, much bigger, which is why it's so thick. It's one of the thicker Halo rings. But because of, you know, a number of things that happened, it's been split apart so much that it's just shrank down to the size of almost a normal Halo ring. But it's so thick, it's so much easier to notice that. Where in the other games, you know, if you look up, it gets really small when it goes up. In this one, if, if you pay attention, it doesn't get nearly as small. When it it just stays one dummy thick boy. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty thick. I mean, yeah, it gets a little bit thinner, but uh, as as he looks up a bit, but no, it's. It, I mean, it's almost the entire time when you're watching it, like you are very aware. Even just when you're watching the gameplay, and it has nothing to do with the ring, you could still see the ring in the background. Um. So really, I guess what I kind of wanted to jump into myself there is. Based on things that we've seen in the past Halo games, um, what would we want to see within the Zeta Halo in Halo Infinite? And like, what secrets or Easter eggs and stuff that we want to discover as far as that goes? Easter eggs, I definitely want skull collecting. Please give me skull collecting. I'd love to see some data logs like Halo ODST, maybe have some mystery involved, kind of like, you know, oh, crack yeah. or something. I'd love 
stuff to be set up like that. Um, mm, I am not sure what else would be cool. I honestly would love the data pads and reach as well. You could do a little bit more, uh, more reading. Uh, I really hope we get to meet Medicate bias because I yeah. love like, things like as I was contacting you, contacting you with terminals and like, you know, all the new players would be like, oh, okay. So like, he's talked to him before, but for us, it'd be like a huge deal where it's like, Oh my God, he's talking about Halo three. Yeah. Which would be absolutely insane. That would be pretty sick. One of the things I'm kind of looking forward to, and I kind of hope they include is the ability to go and find a library and be able to get through the walls. Kind of like in halo two, where you have to play as the Arbor, you have to get through the walls and you know, there's the Sentinels fighting flood or something like that. So you have to get through the walls and then, you get into the library and then it's like the library in combat evolve where you have to fight through flood and stuff. Yeah. And then that could be something that you could just do like on the side, if you wanted to as a side mission or it becomes an actual mission later on, no matter what order you do it. So like you could just walk around and find it. Like if you just were just went into the open world after beating the gap, the campaign just because fuck it. Like you could have the option to go to a library and fight the flood or go under now around to the catacombs and see where the sentinels are or stuff like that. You know, I think it'd be really cool to see, you know, you obviously see some Easter eggs, some skulls, data pads, which are pretty much confirmed at this point with the data log sheet there in the menu. True. Um, just stuff like that. And I kind of like to see like uh, thirsty grunts again, like grunts that would just talk to you cowardly or elites that would just have a conversation with you on their last leg or something. I don't know. Something funny like that. But I think with an open world Halo, um, the more I think about it, and just looking at what we, that's been done before, I really think we could see a lot uh, going into it. Yes, there's so much that we could get out of this. Like I, you know what? I'd actually love to see. I'd love to see another Halsey room where they like give you like like a thank you and like a shout outs and like they showed like red versus blue and stuff like that. I'd love to see. That would be cool. Maybe even like chief uh like just shows him like basically in the middle of like a recording a video it's like a still frame of it and it's basically talks about how like he did cameos and stuff like that to help like raise money for like awarenesses or whatever like that'd be really really cool to see mm-hmm. different parts of that become some more alive yeah that'd be cool yeah like little references like that that we could see you know, and even just, you know, accessing just doorways to things that don't actually matter in the campaign whatsoever. But you just access a forerunner doorway, find a way into it, kill an enemy that gets a key into it. And it would lead you down like this dungeon or something, this forerunner dungeon, which would unlock like a, you can get a secret forerunner weapon or get some data about Mendicant Bias or you inter- encounter the flood for the first time or something. Like maybe the campaign so maybe the campaign doesn't feature flood at all but you find a secret dungeon that you get to fight flood in and it's totally a secret nobody really knows about it like just little things like that i think is something that you could do to really mix up the ring and just you know with the halo ring it's so different than any other open world because there is so much crazy dark stuff you could do with it especially with zeta halo Zeta Halo is like insanely dark, so like the amount of like references they could do and like what other stuff they can do is quite intense. Yeah, and even like from the first trailer, what the first trailer showed with ancient human writing carved into the walls of caves and stuff, being able to decipher that. Um, 
encounter bosses and stuff like that would be really cool. Like Forerunner, uh, the, I can't remember what they're called, but the really, really big Sentinels that are like huge, like a mile long, have a huge boss bottle with one of those. Um, I don't know. Just like cool things I've been thinking about over the lab last week while I've been playing through uh, Halo and getting frustrated that I couldn't see much of the Halo ring despite my entire life revolving around the Halo ring. <laughs> <laughs> just little things. I was like, why isn't there more missions with the Halo ring that I could just look at the Vista? I just want to look at the Vista. <laughs> very, very fair. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's just me. But man, that's just one of the reasons I'm like, you know, I watch the Halo Infinite gameplay, which I've pretty much been doing like two to three to four to five or six times a day. At this point, and I'm just like that Halo Vista, dude. Bring me home. Take me home. <laughs> Halo <laughs> Roads. Halo Road. Forerunner Roads, I guess. That's true as well. Take, That's take true me, as take well. Take me home, Light Bridges. <laughs> light Bridge Roads. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> I don't know. That's cool. I mean, speaking of Light Bridges, imagine what you can activate on a Light Bridge. Just to get to secret areas that you couldn't get to before because you unlock a key or something. You know, that's what I'm trying to get at is just what we could do. And I hope we get more examples of this when the marketing starts up, which I assume is going to be more next month in September. Um, I I just hope we get a lot more of that, John. I'm hoping Um, so too. We are, we are, wow, we are burning through this. Should we uh, talk about some loot, my friend? Yes. So, John, I, I heard today that you got some more, just some small things, but you got you got some Halo loot, my friend. What did you I get? I did. I got myself uh, another Master Chief mask. So, I officially have two Mark VI masks. Then I've got a Mark V uh, mask. I also got you one. <laughs> uh, oh, you fucking legend. Oh, my God. Hell yeah, bro. I knew I had to get you one because you got me the Chief mask originally. And... Uh, before I bought the Mark V, I actually bought the Arbiter's Mask as well as uh, a Grunt. I know. I saw you with the Grunt. You had you sent a really funny Snapchat the other day with your Arbiter Mask. But it made it look like you were screaming. And I saved it. And I'm trying to make a meme with it. That oh was really cool, though. God, please. That Arbiter Mask. Dude, every Dude, time. I, it's yeah. awesome. Every time I was wearing it, people would be like, Oh, it, it, it looks like when you breathe because the, your mask moves. They said it looks like the like the parts of the mouth are actually moving. Oh my god, dude. That is so cool. Oh my yeah. god. And I think aside from my bias with the grunt mask, I really think that Arbiter mask is the most unique design. Because they also came up with a Ratos one as well, or Artos, or however you pronounce uh, it. Shipmaster too. Yeah, the shipmaster. So I think that's really cool. And I know you were showing those off. So that was that was really cool. And that's kind of, I just saw that today. And I was like, oh, dude, I just, you got to talk about them. Yes. Uh, honestly, uh, when I was at work, I straight up had customers say, hey, Master Chief, uh, can I get your help? Oh, and it just, and it, I, I felt so much like Halo 1 again. And the Marines are like, woo, we got a Spartan. <laughs> dude, that is so awesome. Does anybody ask you about Halo Infinite? Like any customers because you're wearing it? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. You guys couldn't see that, but I totally gave TJ a good face. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, that's what I love to hear, dude. Because, dude, I even have, like, team members. Except my little profile picture on Microsoft Teams with my work people. Oh. I just have a Halo grunt. That's all I have there. <laughs> and so I had the other day. It was really funny. My manager, well, one of my team leaders, he's not a manager, but he set up a little coaching with me, and I thought I was in trouble because he made it sound like I was in trouble. 
And he just had a like a 10 minute meeting with me just asking me about Halo Infinite. He's like, dude, he says like, I saw you had a grunt thing there. Does that, are you a Halo fan? I'm like, am I a Halo fan? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so we just spiraled off. It's funny how that happens. So that's really funny that people ask you as well. Cause you have a Halo. When mask. you find those Halo fans in the wild, holy shit. Is it one of the most things that has paid off? Because like, that's how we found each other. Like I was just yeah. like, do you play, I was like, do you play Xbox? And you're like, yeah. Do you play Halo? And I was like, oh bro, Halo is my all time favorite game. And then ever since then, our friendship has started. <laughs> I know dude. Oh, dude. It, it, I mean, it's just crazy finding Halo fans like that. And that's one of my favorite things about sporting Halo loot in public is like, Hey, if you're a Halo fan, you come talk to me, you know, like, Ooh, or I'm sporting you. Halo infinite. What was that? You got dude. I'm so excited for you oh. to talk about what you have. So as we knew before, so I picked up like the moment they went on sale, I got the Halo Infinite jacket and the shirt uh, because, yeah, I just had to. But I also kind of, so I, I don't know if I, I can't remember if I told this story, but me and my wife that weekend after the, the launch uh, or the, I guess the gameplay release and then they, you know, released all that stuff for sale. Yeah. Um, you know, we got in a little bit of argument of like, hey, I want to get more Halo stuff. And she's like, no, we should get some other stuff here. And it kind of made me mad. So I went on the Microsoft website and I ordered the Halo hat. <laughs> Without telling you. So it came in the mail two weeks later. And I put it on. And she was so mad. She was so mad. I'm uh, so she got scared to do that to my girlfriend. <laughs> she, my girlfriend well, scares me. <laughs> The reason why is because I, well, I was mad because I really wanted it, but she doesn't like the snapback design. And I can't say I'm a huge uh, fan either, but it was Halo Infinite. I was like, I have to get the official. I have to. I really, so I really, it. really want to get a Master Chief blue shirt, dude. I really, really do. Dude, absolutely. They, they're cool. So we'll have to we'll have to see what we can do to get some in. Um, dude, we have to. I've been dying to get one because that's one of like – I'm usually really picky with my shirts and stuff like that. Cause like I tell Ryan, I'm like, I don't like just any halo loot. I like very specific types. Like there's some halo loot. Like I had a captain Keys shirt and it had like keys and the badges. Yeah. Like it was kind of good, but like I personally thought it looked kind of shitty, kind of just thrown together. And I was like, I'd love one that just really looks good. And the first time I saw that master chief helmet looking, I think it's looking to the left. And it says Halo on the left arm and Xbox on the right arm. I instantly bought it. Yeah, yeah and that's the, one of the coolest ones out there. That one's yeah. so cool. I love that one. And like, I saw basically they made an infinite one where it's just a blue shirt and it has the the infinite helmet. I'm like, oh my god, I want it so bad because I, I like I've said on the podcast, Molnir Mark Six or uh, this one's um, is this one this one's not Mark Seven, is it? It's Mark. It's Mark. Uh, I I can't remember. I know it's Gen three. Maybe it's Gen three Mark six. I don't yeah, know. Gen three Mark six. Regardless, Mark six in general is my favorite helmet. Uh, besides Mark six C, I'm not a huge fan of the Halo four helmet. I do think it looks good, mm-hmm. and I do think it does strike more fear. But you can't get more iconic than the Halo two anniversary chief helmet. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you really can't. I mean, it's just so good. And that Halo Infinite helmet, personally, it's my favorite. So, yeah, I saw that, too. And I know they are still very much in stock. Like, they're still very much in stock. Um, that's, Holy shit. I don't man. actually have that shirt yet. I, I have the other one, though, the black one with the UNSC on the back. And 
it, it says something about Oni. It's I don't know what I can't remember what it is, but it's so we, I need to get one of those too because uh, we do have like the the sweaters that almost look like an Oni jacket, and we yeah, need to get uh, some pictures because you, my friend, got some mighty mighty fine pictures of yourself. Oh yes, uh, with that photo shoot, it looked really really good. Uh, also, um, over here by my new apartments. Uh, there's an insane like area where like nobody goes and it's, it's like just land and it looks insanely good. I think it would be fun for, uh, for a ring shot. Oh dude, we got to do it. We got to do it. I've been looking for an excuse to do it. I had to beg my wife to take those pictures the other day. You could just see them on my Twitter, but I actually have a lot more than I want to share later. Uh, but those are kind of my favorite ones I picked out at the time and edited. Um, so yeah, I mean that's really cool. The shirts there. I mean, if you guys could get a hold of the shirts, they're all super soft. Uh, we'll see. I have to see what we can do to get you that sh- uh, shirt there, John. And yeah, then I gotta get it. You gotta get it. And then they've been coming out with the Mega Box and stuff, and like the Nerf guns. But I was kind of getting frustrated because I was like, "Oh, Ashton, these aren't so." Because you know, my family was like, "Oh, TJ, your birthday's this month. You're not allowed to buy anything for yourself, God so we could buy things for you." Well. You know, I was like, hey, Ashton, it's on sale. She's like, oh, look at it a little bit. An hour later, the Nerf gun was out of sale, was sold out. And I was super frustrated. So get this, the other day on, what day is it? It's Monday? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. So yesterday, so yesterday, I'm working, you know, I'm just on the phone with people, but it's super slow. So I'm kind of scrolling through stuff. I'm like checking target.com just to see. And I scroll upon uh, a Halo Infinite mug box of the Halo ring. The little Halo yeah, uh, Runner ring. Uh, it kind of looks like, like the one that we saw at Halo Outpost and stuff. So I was looking at it, and I saw, oh, one more left in stock in your area. But it wasn't in my area. It was it was somewhere pretty far away. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to drive all the way. And then I saw you could ship it to home. And I'm like, I could text Ashton, but I feel like she's going to be too late. So ultimately, I went I went through, and I just bought it. And it's, uh, it's going to be here uh, either tomorrow or the next day. Um, so it's going to be fun to see the reaction when I uh, sneak it downstairs and build it and put it uh, next to my glowing Cortana on my desk. <laughs> so we'll see if they find that out. I've been asking profusely for my wife, though, to you give me like, five walls than I do, my friend. I just like, because like, here's the thing. I could live without getting any other Megablock set there. Even the Master Chief bundle, which was sadly sold out as well. But that one set, because we went to Outpost and I've, always my entire life wanted a halo ring just a display that's the one i'm like dude that one so i bought it knowing like hey if i get more in the future from people because they know i really want it i found out uh that it takes five of them that you could put together to create a full halo ring so i'm like okay perfect plan i'll buy one for myself and set up in the normal little statue version like the little halo outpost version where you got like a little fifth of the ring there and then everything else that they gave me, I'll put them together. And if I get more and just find them in the wild, I'll just, after five sets, I'll put them together, basically glue them together, glue all the little sets together, and then put some fishing wire around it and hang it from the ceiling and maybe figure out how to put like an LED light through it or something. I don't know. Oh my God, dude. I would cry. So by the next time, my next podcast, it should be here and we'll see, uh, if I get it and I build it by then, I'll give it a full review right here on the podcast. Um, and we'll also see if I'm still alive by that time. We'll see how the wife reacts. Um, Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. Um, 
which also, you know what, brings us to our next point here. Because uh, I don't think, I think we pretty much covered everything there. Um, so just so with our podcast schedule, it's just going to be changing up a little bit. Not much at all, actually. Mm, yes, right. So typically we'd be recording, we would record Monday night and release them either Tuesday, usually Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning. And then we, you know, right, record Thursday night and upload Friday. Um, but I've actually, you know, me and my, one of my buddies, one of my super athletic buddies there, uh, you know, he convinced me to start training with him for an Ironman, a half Ironman, which is going to require, uh, lots of running, lots of biking, lots of swimming. So we're going to be training like three days, three or four days a week. So we're going to be just, you know, I talked to John about this and we're going to just change up the schedule a little bit. So we're going to record every Tuesday night starting, uh, obviously this week, um, Cause I ran yesterday and I'm so fucking sore. I want to cry. <laughs> I'm in pain. Um, but yeah, starting this week, obviously with this episode. So it's pretty much going to be like this schedule going forward. Nothing much different, but instead of Tuesday releases, it'll be Wednesdays. Um, except for the week of halo infinite, I'm going to take a week off of training yep. and just, you know, and depending on what goes on there, we could have an episode every night. We haven't decided yet, but we'll see how that goes. There's gonna be yeah. so much to do. Well, so much to talk about. So much, so much to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, that's just kind of a small little change coming to the Noble Core podcast. But aside from that, you know, we're committed to covering all the Halo news coming out as best we can, which has been a lot—a surprising, stupid, ridiculous amount. Uh, way more than I ever would have thought. <laughs> gameplay reveal it's just been crazy so we'll continue to do that talking about uh, halo stuff and you know and answering questions and doing our thing hell yeah we got we will always keep it that way and uh good luck on your iron man that's gonna be hella awesome and i know you're gonna be hella swole after this you're gonna look like the <laughs> the doom slayer with the ass cheeks out i'm gonna look like the doom slayer with the ass cheeks out with craig's face <laughs> It'd be monk time. <laughs> monk status. Monk status. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, what do you say? Should we go ahead and uh, go ahead and end it here? Holy shit. Yeah, we are late into this podcast, fellas. Let's go ahead and wrap it up and tie it in a nice bow. Hell yeah. Well, we like uh, like always, we want to do say we do appreciate you guys. We love doing these podcasts. Uh, ever since the first episode, we've had nothing but a blast doing them. So feel free to please share amongst your friends if you do enjoy them too. Yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, you guys' support is awesome, especially lately with all this Halo Infinite stuff. Oh, we've definitely yeah. been in a, a lot more love. So really, really appreciate you. Uh, look forward to more crazy stuff going on as Halo Infinite, you know, actual marketing progresses. The whole reason why we started the podcast was for Halo Infinite. Now it's here. It's now it's only a few months away, basically, because uh, I don't see it coming out later than November or the first half of November, really. So it's it's basically here. Um, and now it's going to be the longest wait of ever. But I mean, the grand scheme of things is basically here. Um, so, yeah, you know what? To keep up to date with us, you know, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at The Noble Core. Uh, where you can you know check out our hashtag ask uh, noble core weekly questions there that we post any interaction posts stuff like that we love to interact with you there go ahead and follow my my handsome spar in here at john the chief one one seven positive as hell always looking good always looking especially with his man bun tonight he looks fucking awesome 
fucking gorgeous, John. God damn it. Dude. It was in my uh, face, and I was like, can I do it? And I sure could. You sure could. You pull off a man bun quite well. Uh, <laughs> like a barista. Uh, <laughs> Craig moment. Um, <laughs> Craig moment. Jesus. And if you guys want to follow the obnoxious Ungoy himself. Um, the best Ungoy? Bunch of the best Ungoy. We'll I don't know. I'm not Yap Yap. Yap Yap is the king. Uh, well, you're close. <laughs> he hasn't tweeted in forever, so I'm going to have to go beat Yap Yap and tell him what the fuck. <laughs> you're like, get but, on your throne get on your throne stop fucking around <laughs> um but yeah you know go ahead and follow me on twitter at the noble grunt uh i do it i sort of got because i you know i work from home i'm on computer all day it's pretty slow lately so i'm on twitter a lot talking about halo infinite talking about doom eternal a lot of stuff like that so just jump on follow me there if you want to talk um, about how you that most of it is largely positive. I really don't have any criticisms, so just keep that in mind. Um, and if you've enjoyed this, maybe also consider visiting informpixel.com where I come out with several written pieces a week. Um, you know, I've done a couple of just kind of down low ones, nothing too crazy, but I did do one on the xCloud to earlier today, so maybe check that out. And anytime there's Halo Infinite news, I'm on it like a, like a rabid Craig. So <laughs> that's how it be. You're on it like milk on cereal. Yes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, so be sure to uh, do all of those things because we appreciate it like hell. Uh, also, this week's no- hashtag Ask Noble Core question is, what are your thoughts on Halo Infinite being a 10-year platform? Uh, we'd love to hear your answers. We're going to be answering them technically in two days. Uh, so one day from when you hear this, uh, we did put out a tweet recently. So if you do see that, please feel free to answer it as well as put a uh, hashtag ask noble core. Yep. And we will be trying to answer all, if not most of the questions, just depending on how many there are and how long they are and how much Halo news and stuff and how much we have to talk about that episode. But we're hoping to answer as many as possible. So definitely do give your opinions on there. We'll be reading the entire thing if if you got a good one there. So please do share it. You can find that post right on at the Noble Core on Twitter. Um, as far as the rest of that goes, you know what? This has been the Noble Core podcast. We'll see you on Friday. Thanks for listening. Noble Core out. <laughs> <laughs>